excuse me for my voice, but I have never, never seen anything like it. Hey, Doug, we wanted to hit mailboxes, we could let Ralph drive. Morons, your bus is leaving. Welcome to this North Carolina edition of the On the Road Home podcast. I'm Ken Crawford, and this is me on the road home for another enjoyable Saturday in Memorial Stadium. Well, the Bears won 24-17 in a game that ended up being a lot closer than anyone would have expected at halftime. The Bears came out to an early 17-0 lead in the second quarter later extended to 24-3, to and it seemed like things were out of reach. But in the fourth quarter, all of a sudden, the run game of uh, UNC seemed to come to life. The, that gave them some balance, and they were able to score one touchdown, uh, either late, quarter, late third quarter or early fourth quarter, one touchdown with about a minute and a half left, bringing their score to 17 and it came down to one onside kick. They actually looked like they got it, but then it turned out they had hit the cow player before they'd gone 10 yards, costing them a penalty and a re-kick. And the second time out, the Bears got the ball, ending it 24-17. Lots to say about this game. Uh, mostly, I find myself optimistic about what I saw early in the defensive effort and very worried about everything else. Let's start with the offense. Less than 300 total yards of offense all day. Now, some of that you might be able to blame on conservative play calling, particularly once the Bears got up. But I felt like they were far too dedicated to the run, even very early on. They only brought in Laird. They never brought in any backup running backs, even when they were up 24-3. And many other positions were starting to put in backup players. It really makes you wonder, is there anybody else in the running back core who they trust with the ball? And frankly, Laird did not look like the Laird of past. He, his decision-making was very good, but he seems to have lost a little bit of his uh, acceleration, seems to have lost a little bit of his cutting ability. He seems more powerful as if he's been working really hard in the weight room, but he's lost a little bit in the way of... Uh, um, his nimbleness and speed as a result. And uh, not that there was anything wrong with Laird, but I didn't find myself liking him like I had in the past. And then when they're bringing in nobody else to challenge him, that's very worrisome. Quarterbacks, we had a trio of quarterbacks today, starting with Ross Bowers, who I thought did reasonably well until I heard his stat line of 8 for 17 some of that was definitely uh, some dropped balls not in his favor. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But overall, it suggests he's missing too many throws, picking the wrong options, uh, not doing as good as I felt he was doing last year. And then we have uh, Gorbel, who uh, I was not impressed with at all, except for his scrambling ability. It was definitely a step up from Bowers, but... He was missing all kinds of reads. He was not very aware of a lot, very hesitant at certain times, um, had some sacks that he should have been well aware it was time to throw away the ball. 
And some of that is just inexperience, and he'll get better with time. But as far as saying he needs to play instead of Bowers, don't call me convinced. And then finally, the running quarterback threw the ball only twice. Neither were all that impressive. Uh, and that is absolutely necessary to be a running quarterback, or else you're just a gimmick, and gimmicks don't last. So quarterbacks were disappointing. Wide receivers, not too bad. Uh, there was some good play there. Uh, I saw some some good routes, some good cuts. Probably not the weakest unit. Uh, and they seem to be reasonably good at coming down with the ball most of the time. Tight ends, not so much. Uh, I was very excited to have Hudson back, but Hudson was dropping balls left and right. I think there were three drops for him specifically. So just not seeing a lot good there. Uh, I'm forgetting uh, who, the name of 83, his his backup. He actually looked to have a lot of potential. He's young. Maybe he'll be kind of coming in and, and taking over things. Um, he's got the size as well to be a great blocking tight end as well. Offensive line. This actually was sometimes good, sometimes bad. They were not getting a great push, but... They did seem to be scheming re- reasonably well uh, and, and getting to their spots reasonably well. And actually, this North Carolina, as much as I'm not impressed with them overall as a team, might have been one of their strengths was to be a little bit disruptive on the defensive line. So we'll see as the season progresses with the offensive line. I, I wasn't hugely disappointed, but I also wasn't impressed. Just overall, I saw an offense that looked very, very mediocre. Uh, and some of that, and, and then also a, a very de- deterministic mindset of, we're up 14, we're just going to pound it away and not worry and be very conservative and not do anything to, to risk, um, to risk you know, giving up an interception or something that would you know, put the game back into play. But as we saw late in the game, that kind of hyper-conservatism could come back to bite you. There's no reason this, this game shouldn't have been something like, you know, 31, 35, 38 points for the Bears so that these last couple touchdowns by UNC wouldn't have been important or valuable. And and that was just very disappointing to see that over-conservatism, they should have trusted their defense more. The score total is particularly troublesome considering seven of those points were directly off of turnovers, and uh, 14 more of those points were from short fields given them by turnovers. Or maybe it was 10 points. Uh, Don't remember exactly. But nevertheless, a lot of the points they got were due to uh, being given a good situation by the defense. I believe there was only one drive where they drove the entire length of the field, or, you know, meaning mostly so, um, and we're able to, to score. And and that's just not going to cut it. I don't care how good the UNC defense is, which, again, I'm not that convinced they're any good. Uh, it's going to be a disaster in, in the future as we get into the Pac-12 schedule. Defense. At some level, it's hard to argue when you give up 38 yards in the first half. They were dominant. They were good. Uh, doing a great job being, of, of being deceptive and making it hard for their quarterback to make reads, uh, interceptions left and right, uh, just doing a lot of very good things in the first half. But you look at the late third quarter and the fourth quarter and you say, what changed? Well, let, let's talk about the options. One, uh, 
they could have been getting tired. I think the defensive line did an okay job, a little bit disruptive, but nothing, you know, impressive. The uh, the linebackers were, I think, the best unit. They they did their job better than anybody else. But uh, what is the but? The but is that they. I think they as well got tired as the game wore on and were not able to um, get pressure late in the game or, or, or fill gaps as well late in the game. And, and that really hurt the team. And then uh, Good went down with a foot injury. Good was our one who had the interception for a touchdown uh, and is, is the strength inside strength of our linebacker core. And I don't think it's a coincidence that when that happened, is is about the time that the defense started to struggle more. Uh, he's a key piece to this defense, and so much so that it's a little bit troubling that they looked so night and day different approximately around the time that, that he went down. Now, that could have been other factors, the tiredness and other things were happening at that same moment, but I never feel good about a team that's lacking conditioning uh it looks like they're losing the conditioning battle in the first game of the season. That always works out much poorer later. Uh, secondary, I felt pretty good about. Uh, Bynum, or Burnham, uh, he was doing a great job of covering his guy. I saw a lot of mo- you know, uh, jobs of swatting the ball out of people's hands. Uh, very, very few receptions. Uh, at all, and and you know the ones that they were were contested. The the one forty yard pass that was like almost a third of their passing yards uh, was con- well contested, and you know just you can't win them all. But they won most of all the others. There were plenty of downfield attempts that were not successful. Uh, so felt good about the secondary. Secondary might be the unit I was most pleased with overall. Special teams. Are, they clearly do not have a lot of confidence in our kicker to go more than about 40, 45 yards. He does, does seem to have consistency uh, in, a, in, a rel- in a shorter kick, which is good. Uh, was very lights out on the kicks he did make. But there was a ball at the 30 that they went for it on fourth and four or something, uh, which says to me they don't feel very good about him kicking over 45 yards. Um, so... Perhaps he'll grow some leg in the uh, weeks to come, uh, or in the seasons to come, what have you. But uh, so far, that and that may come back to hurt us sometime later in the season when we really need three points and we need it from a you know forty-five plus yard type of field goal. Uh, kickoffs actually were awesome, best kickoffs I've seen in a long time. Very happy with how things were going with kickoffs. Very nice to see. Uh, balls in the end zone consistently and even the ones that weren't in the end zone with great hang time how long has it been since we've had that (laughs) uh finally punting felt uh, it was inconsistent there were some good punts there were some uh weaker punts nothing horrific nothing that i think is going to be kind of a game changer and wharton he needs to learn to actually just take the yards that he's given when he's returning. There were too many times where he was trying to make the big breakout where he could have just gotten 10 yards up the middle as opposed to trying to spin and, and trick his way into uh, you know 30 to 50 to a touchdown. And 
you know, sometimes you just get the yards that you can, and you don't worry so much about trying trying the trickery. Um, so, not particularly impressed with uh, kick returns. Um, felt reasonably, you know, in, in some inconsistency, but nothing that hurt us too horribly on punt returns, or punt uh, kicking. Uh, and, of course, then comes the <laughs> onside kick recovery uh, potential, which was a disaster. The Bears... That's one of those that it's all about whether you practice it. And it's clear that whatever scheme they have going right now, whatever they practice, they didn't do enough and they need to rethink it. It doesn't come up very often. I don't hold it against too many coaching staffs for not having spent a lot of time on it, particularly when there's so many other things to work on. So not the world's greatest disaster that those uh, uh, were, you know, from the overall picture didn't end up costing them the game. Um, and just was a matter of, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> there's not many games where it ends up being a deciding factor. So hopefully uh, this will not be something that, that affects the team long term, but they were not good. Next up, um, coaching. Wasn't pleased at all, again, with the uh, offensive play calling. I felt like it was too much just run it up the middle. It was very clear the way UNC was playing defense that this was going to be a pass-to-run situation. They needed to pass the ball to open the running opportunities. They clearly had decided they were not going to let Laird win the game. They were putting their corners on islands and seeing how it would go. And Bowers is good enough that they could have exposed it early and often. And they chose not to. And, and that was disappointing to me. Once they were up 17 nothing, whatever, I'll be a little bit more forgiving. But I think I saw it too much last year, and it worries me and it concerns me. You know, 17 20 to 21 points can disappear very quickly in college football. And you need to be pushing harder, not taking such a conservative mindset with, with that kind of margin. Uh, and they just weren't doing enough to open things up. Defensive scheme I felt reasonably good about. Um, you can even argue that part of the reason that UNC was kind of let in the game is they were scheming correctly and not letting people get behind them in the third and fourth quarter. And that often means you're giving up three and four yard plays. The uh, The drives they did give up took a long time because they had to nibble away. So... I felt pretty good about defensive scheme, but really did not feel at all about good about offensive scheme. So looking to the future, I don't feel any better about next week's game against BYU. I think that that's going to be real trouble. Maybe they're just a small enough team that the problems we saw in the trenches today, uh, the lack of ability to dominate by the offensive line, the tiredness late in the game by the defensive line and linebackers, won't be an issue against a, a smaller uh, team than, than UNC. Uh, but going to altitude, playing in a difficult place like um, uh, like BYU is going to be a challenge. And I think the Bears are going to have to be mu much more aggressive on offense. I suspect they're going to give up more points than they did today, just you know by the nature of it being a better offense. And so the Bears are going to need to score you know, 35 plus points to have a shot at winning. And they're not going to do it with the schemes that they had today. Uh, they need to 
I think trust Bowers, make him the starting quarterback, let him find his rhythm, not pull him so often, and get the team passing the ball. Uh, and I think also they need to find somebody to give Laird a break. He ran just about every run the entire game. There has to be somebody who can take some of those snaps, and, and I'm not sure why there isn't. Uh, and, of course, the game after that uh, should be an easy FCS game. So, you know, hopefully the Bears will be at least 2-1 and one coming out of non-conference, which I think will be sufficient uh, looking at the conference for them to have a shot at bowl eligibility. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We only have one game under our belt. We don't want to make too many assumptions based on what we saw today. Perhaps UNC is a better team than I'm giving them credit for. Um, but based on my general impression of seeing them on the field, I wasn't that impressed with them, and therefore I'm pretty darn worried that Cal let them back into a game that they had no business being in. So those are my thoughts. I will uh, be recording my next On the Road Home podcast for the Idaho State game in two weeks. Look forward to that. I will also be doing my regular posting on the blog uh, during the season like I tend to do. Hope you enjoy that as well. And... uh, Go Bears. On the road again.